0: In today's episode, I'm joined once again by Zach Hanchu. Uh, today, we're going through a 12-team-9 category draft with a bit of a twist. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Let's do this.
1: I could bear-
0: G'day guys, thanks for joining me for another episode of the Clutch Time uh, podcast brought to you by Fantasy Basketball International. I'm Adam King, your host. You can find me over on Twitter at AdamKing91 and check out all of our content uh, at the website www.fbibasketball.com. So as I said, today uh, we're going through a nine category, 12 team mock draft Uh, with a bit of a twist so we've got the rosters are 14 deep uh, but we actually have all flex positions today so a lot of punting I'm assuming Uh, it's it's, yeah it's going to be interesting I just thought this might be a a nice experiment to see if uh, when everyone is, is punting or potentially punting how that impacts ADPs so we'll get Zach in here look at that it worked turn him on There you go. Uh, Morning, evening. I don't know. What time is it there? Eight o'clock. So good evening. How are you, sir?
1: (laughs) Good evening. Good night. Good morning. How are you, man? I'm doing well.
0: Yeah, yeah, good. Look, uh, excited about this. It looks like the draft room is full. Uh, Everyone is present. So that's always a really good start when we're doing these mock drafts because often that isn't the case. Uh, So we had a quick chat beforehand, but going into... To the, a draft like this, which is is sort of uncommon, you you said you're going to go pretty wild. So I'm assuming you've got some sort of strategy in mind that you're going to try out tonight. You're going to give us any clues, or just uh, yeah, drop it on us as it happens.
1: I'll spill the tea, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt the uh, the quad punt tonight. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to go for. Uh, point, steals, assists, free throw percentage, and threes. I'm going to try to win those five categories, um, and, and you know, get rid of the big men, go for some elite
0: guards at the beginning, and build my team the rest of the way. Yeah, that's actually a favorite strategy of mine. I, I do that in in just normally in leagues. So, uh, it's uh, yeah, it's it's doable, and it's it's a lot easier in a format like this because you don't have to worry about filling that center spot or that forward spot. So, um, yeah. All right. If, well, if you're doing that, I might have to do the opposite because otherwise we're going to be stealing each other's players the whole way through the draft. So, uh, look, let's I'll bring up the draft board. There we go. And now I'm not actually running the draft, so I'm just going to message. uh beat B-dub, up so beat up's uh running the draft for us um and he's in the draft as well And we might actually get him onto the show uh during the draft just to have a chat about uh his strategy all right looks like we're good to go 30 seconds yep so he's going to get that going so you're at so you're picking at uh pick five and i'm at pick seven so you're obviously you'll be going guard uh first up so any any targets I mean there might be a couple of guys available but who have you got your eye on
1: at five obviously I don't think Luke is going to be there that's who would you know that's who my first pick would be but if he's not there I'm gonna go Tyrese Halliburton I'll tell you I'll tell you that right now
0: okay so that's Probably not the guy I thought you'd say because that, that that means, yeah, you'll obviously then have to uh, get some points because if, if, if you're punning your big man yeah. stats, you're going to need points. So your second, third picks will have to be guys that are scoring sort of like a Jar Morant or something like that. Although his free throw percentage isn't the best. But, yeah, uh, yeah all right, let's see. So we've got, uh, yeah, we've got a few analysts in this league, sort of a mixture, half-half. So half analysts, half uh our FBI sort of community. So we're just waiting on Dan Titus. He has the first pick. Uh and is he here? Okay, well, we're waiting. He's not green on the screen. So he was here.
1: Let me message. I him mean he'll see. get Jokic
0: as an auto draft, yeah. so it really right, doesn't matter. Right. Um yeah, okay. And so he auto drafted. So we'll wait. We'll see. Hopefully he'll be back in for the next pick. There you um, go. Yeah. Giannis at two, no real surprises there. Yeah. Uh probably gonna be Luca here. You would well, I would take Luca here, but we'll we'll see who Grimmer goes with. Uh plenty of options as we've seen in in all the mocks that we've done so far. There we go. Luca yeah, goes at, there we at go. three. So no Luca for you. Um, you're going to get Halliburton. I mean, I I doubt very much that Halliburton's going to go at pick four here. Um,
1: I also I'm going to see who's left here because James Harden is somebody I also would like to get. I think he's undervalued this year, and Halliburton might come around back to me.
0: We'll yeah, see. We'll, we'll see. So we're doing. We've got Harden goes. Okay, so you're not okay. you're not taking Harden. Shit. Um, okay. So I well, I guess it well, it's Halliburton if you want Halliburton or
1: You know what? I'm gonna take a chance. Halliburton is my favorite pick right here, but I'm gonna go for the quad punt. I'm gonna go for a guy that'll give me points, free throw percentage, assists, steals, and we'll lead the league in three-pointers again. So
0: that's the, that's the pick. Yep. Okay. Steph Curry at, at five. So no, look, that's that's relatively safe um, there with with your build as well. So now it's uh, now it's on to me. So uh, I said to you before, I haven't had pick seven uh, at all this this year. So this is a new space for me. So I've got. Mm. I'll probably be doing know, a just... quad punt as well. Um, just not sure on what. Uh... I like doing a punt similar to you, but if I do it, we're going to be, yeah, it's not going to work. Uh, so I might go with, oh, none of these guys excite me. Uh, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to go with Lamelo Ball, and I'm just going to try and punt the same mm. as you, and we'll see how we go. <laughs> we'll see how Here we go. go. Um, it was pro- I was probably looking at Lamelo or Kevin Durant Ow. there. Um, but I just like Lamello in terms of uh total value, I think. Um, a little bit more confident that he'll play more games, so
1: no interest in towns there.
0: No, look, I'm I'm I don't know, a little bit down on towns this year just because I think his scoring probably takes a bit of a hit, his rebounding probably takes a bit of a hit, but um, and he. I think in Roto leagues he, he's better this season because he, he doesn't really hurt you anywhere. Um fairly durable. So yeah, look I still I still see him as a first round guy but but more towards that back end the turn there. Uh so Jace, yeah, so Jason Tatum went to beat up at pick eight. So it'll be interesting to just keep an eye on there goes Towns at, um, at pick nine. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to just keep an eye on the, the builds here to see if if anyone actually doesn't punt, um, if if it's not a strategy that you've done before, then now might be the time to experiment. But it might also not be. Um, we do have money on this league, so there was there was a five dollar entry, uh, which isn't much, but ah. it just, just makes it a bit more interesting. Halliburton <laughs> goes at eleven. All right. Mm. Uh so That's and Lillard right. goes at twelve with Trey Young. Okay, there's someone else potentially punting, <laughs> uh, punting <laughs> yep. big. So they will, uh, yeah. Um, okay, I was reading some messages from B Dub there. Um, LeBron at at uh, at pick fourteen. So I'm going to be picking ahead of you. Uh, I'm just gonna have a look at. Uh, I hate pun- I hate uh, drafting and hosting. It's so hard to do. Um, my brain is is a little bit simple. It doesn't work on on many tasks at once. So uh, where are we? Um, okay. So I'm figuring out my, my punt build here. Um, go bear early. So go bear early, but pairing with town. So there, there, that's potentially an example of, and this is what I'm, I'm sort of hoping to see is how ADP or how, how draft position alters when people are punting. So if, if you're, if you've got cat, you're obviously going for rebounds, blocks, um, Field goal percentage Gobert fits that build really well here. So, uh, and I, yeah, yeah, so it's Duran and Thanks. Irving is an interesting pairing there. At, uh, two Brooklyn guys that could miss some time. Um, yeah, we'll see how that one turns out. Uh, so I'm gonna look at here. So, obviously, I'm looking at a guard after Bdub makes his pick.
1: Adam, do we have a cool nickname for? Uh, are they called the Min Towers? Are they called? Do they have a cool nickname? Towns and Go? Ah, uh,
0: I don't think they do yet, but we could go with the Min Towers. Um, I haven't heard of one, so <laughs> we'll run with that for now. Oh, it's right. on me. Um, okay, so I'm yeah, so I'm obviously looking at a guard here, uh, and if based on the um the draft room and 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 what we look, what we can see on the screen here, my best option is potentially a Jar rant or a, or a DeJounte Murray. Um, yeah. So I'm actually gonna go not a guard. But I'm gonna go Anthony Edwards bit high, but he'll get me points. he'll get some steals. he'll get a few assists. Mm-hmm. Solid from the free throw line and hit some threes. So, not a not a guard specific, um, but I think a couple of these guys that I like may come back to me. Uh, well, depending on who you take, here. So there we've got another punt there. Taco Tuesday has drafted Joel Embiid and Anthony Davis. So he's obviously um, in a smart move drafting between us. He's gonna he's gonna target big men, which we aren't sure. So. Uh step All us right. through what you're thinking here.
1: So I have a I've queued some guys up here. Uh yeah, I like Moran, I like DeJounte Murray, but free throw percentage, yeah. Same with SGA. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and make sure I win threes just off of my first two picks. I'm gonna be very competitive with points, free throw percentage, my assists, my steals are gonna be great. And the guy's gonna get a buttload of minutes here.
0: Uh, Yes, he will. Um, Toronto basically run a five-man rotation, so he'll be playing, uh, yeah, he'll just be playing until his knee blows out or something like, tends to happen every year, so you're going to get, yeah, plenty of threes, assists, steals, um, nice chunk of points. Uh, So Paul George went next. So no, no sort of huge outliers in terms of where people are being drafted, other than, possibly Rudy Gobert um, going early, but as we sort of touched on, that's a good pairing with Towns. Uh Damn, Jar Morant just went. Uh, so Grimma is obviously going a similar punt path to us with Doncic mm-hmm. and Jar Morant. Uh, yeah, there's going to be um, a lot of sniping here, I think.
1: And I think George, that's early for Paul George. I don't know. I wouldn't feel confident taking him there.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Paul George is an interesting one. I haven't, haven't got him anywhere. There goes Kawhi. So two picks later. Um, Yeah. I haven't got either of those guys. I don't mind Paul George, that area. I'd probably like him a little bit later, a few picks later than that. But again, in a, in a a format like this um, alongside Harden, Paul George will, will give you those guard stats. But, contribute, I mean, taking Harden and Paul George in your first two picks doesn't rule out being competitive in rebounds either because they're both decent rebounders. Uh, so, we're just waiting on on Dan. Oh, although, he's, I don't think he's here, though, is he? So, he's going to get... Doesn't look like he's here anyway. His circle's yeah, not green. So, so he's going to get auto-drafted. DeJounte, I, I assume, if we're going by the uh, the draft room here, he'll get DeJounte and Donovan Mitchell, which is a bit annoying because, yep, there we go. Oh, yeah, auto-picked. Let me shoot you him got, a message and see what, if he's available. Yeah, see if he is. We can rewind it if we need to. Yeah. Sounds like you've got some little people running around in the background there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my... <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: four little goofballs upstairs are still a little bit wound up
0: today. Yeah. Auto, do we rewind? I don't know. Do we want to rewind? We could draft. We could draft for better. him based on based on his first pick, but um, I don't know. We don't want to be rewinding every time either. Beat oh, ups just asking. Uh, So, okay, so B-Dub has undone that last pick. So, yeah, we'll just see what what we want to do here, whether we want to – I don't know. It's always hard when when someone else isn't here. Okay, B-Dub's going to get someone else in. Okay, there you go. Uh, Or did he – is he – no, he's not in. Okay, so B-Dub's going to get someone else in. So I'm not sure whether he's going to pause the draft here or not. Um well he's in and made the pick. His circle's still not green, but maybe he did make the pick. Okay. All right. Well, it looks like we're just gonna keep going. So you're you'll be up before me here, obviously targeting a guard again. Um who have you got? We can't see your cue and I and I don't even have a queue. So who have you got? uh in your sights
1: so right now i'm hoping none of the three guys picking Oh, Cade! wow i picked 26 that's far too early he'll never live up to that uh i (laughs) i i am looking into darius garland right now that's a guy that i think even with donovan mitchell i still think if i can get him right here around pick number 30 31 That's a great value and all the stats that I'm looking for, he is very strong in.
0: Yep. Yep, that's probably who I'd be going here if if you didn't take him. Um, Yeah, look, there's a few guards here that if you look at them in a vacuum, they're probably going to be a reach, but punting. uh, So a couple of guys that I'm looking at here might be like a Terry Rozier. Bit high, mm. but fairly mm. consistent, good percentages. He'll hit threes, doesn't get a lot of assists. Um, so that actually, yeah, actually, I might. That's the thing when you go a hard punt like this, if it's oh. a quad punt or a triple punt, all right, well, you're not going Garland. Um, Come on. maybe let's not talk about your strategy because maybe he's I,
1: this is yeah, who is that? I thought that was Josh, but I knew it you was said he Josh, yeah. Man-
0: yeah, it was Josh, but because he couldn't do it, so we, we got someone in to take over his team. So, um, yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm going to look at for assists here because doing a quad punt um, like this, you you need to obviously make sure you're really strong in, in your chosen categories. And it's something like assists early in the draft. If I'm to overlook them slightly here, then they're going to be hard to get later in the draft, especially with multiple teams um, choosing the the same sort of strategy. So I may need to reach a bit here to get assists. Uh... And I was just about to click (laughs) Chris Paul to add him into my queue and then his name disappeared. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, Yeah, so who am I going to look at here? For assists. Uh, Okay, so, mm, yeah, I don't like this range at all. Um, Actually, you know who I might go. It's probably a little bit high, but I'm going to go Drew Holiday. Um, probably not. Uh, I don't know. He, he, Drew Holiday doesn't excite me at all. So very boring pick. But what did I get him at? What pick's that? 31. That feels like a safe range for him around pick 30. Um, he's not going to get a ton of points, but he'll get assists. He'll get steals. Um, pretty efficient. Doesn't hit a lot of threes. Yeah. Um, But they are a category that you can get later in drafts, three-pointers. Even if people are going with this punt, um, there's plenty of three-point shooters that that are available later in the draft. So B-Dub's on the clock now. Uh, So, so far, he's gone Tatum and Booker. So, potentially leaning into this sort of guard uh, punt or big man punt, um, guard heavy roster. With someone like uh with tatum uh, again he's a forward but he does get you some of those sort of guardy kind of stats so he's gone c arkham okay <laughs> there we go jared allen with uh with towns and, and gobert so that that he's obviously mm. going uh yeah into in to big men there would you so i was in a draft rec- well i'm currently in a slow draft and I think it was at about pick forty-eight, something like that. And I had the choice between Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. And I went with Mobley. Which way would you lean there? Who are you leaning out of Jared Allen and, and Evan Mobley?
1: I, honestly, man, I think it's dependent on your roster. I mean, so I could I mean I could make the case for either. I mm. think in a vacuum I'm going Mobley, but I, I think dependent on your build, I think Allen could be the better play. Uh, just because what he does, he's so elite for those traditional center stats. The field goal percentage, the blocks, the rebounds. And he's, he's okay with points, low turnovers, um, won't kill you um, in a bunch of categories. I mean, so that's yeah. probably where I go. I think the hype train on Mobley has kind of gotten off the rails a bit right now. I mean, I think like, we're working on our staff rankings for NBC and i think i'm like the lowest on him. It i think i have him ranked like 50th or something so yeah
0: yep. it, it's yeah i crazy. like him around that pick around the, the turn there on the fourth so around like yeah 50 i think he's is good and the i mean the reason i went with him was um just i, I think there's a, a little bit more upside uh and and i needed blocks um and I, I, I don't know. I think he could potentially average two blocks a game this year or, or at mm-hmm. least go close. And Jared Allen's a good shot blocker as well. But, yeah, I, I just lean Mobley. But I think they're they're quite comparable uh, at that spot. So we've got uh, – so after Jared Allen, we had Sabonis, Porzingis and Bradley Beal. Um Interesting to see here where Robert Williams goes. So we had the news this morning mm. that he has had some minor knee surgery, but uh, slated to miss four to six weeks. And we're we're about four weeks out from the start of the season, I think today. Um, so potentially he could <coughs> miss the opening two weeks. And we know that knee injuries aren't a new thing for him. So I'd be surprised if he if he's sort of back. As sort of as expected, I would think that they'll be a little bit cautious with him. Um, but in terms of your projections for him, like how does how does this news impact where you might take him in a draft?
1: Uh, definitely, uh, definitely won't take him as soon as you know the third or fourth round, where I think I would would have felt good taking him before. Uh, I think probably, honestly, he, he gets knocked down a couple of rounds, so I would say round. Probably round six, I would start feeling comfortable taking him. Uh, but I yeah. mean, you can't feel good about a guy that's kind of battled injuries and is now going to miss the
0: start of the season. Yeah, no, I, I was—he was generally going too high for me uh, in drafts anyway, so I, I don't have him anywhere. And he's one of those guys who his value is so dependent on one or two categories, so he, he really he's a specialist, and so you're only going to be targeting him if you're chasing certain stats. But I think what it does do, not having him there sort of in this range, sort of third, fourth round, is uh, just puts a bit more importance on blocks. So guys like Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, um, Rudy Gobert, they there's a chance that people might be reaching even higher for them now um, just because to get those elite shot blockers um, someone like miles turner as well who just went off the board uh, probably gets a small bump as well so um, yeah we might see robert williams adp fall slightly and then some of those uh, block specialists uh, they might rise franz wagner oh that's early how
1: are you feeling about Sun's team here? Because he's he's going to be super competitive with rebounds, field goal percentage, blocks, and turnovers. But where's he going to make up that fifth category in a head? Yeah, that
0: that's actually the the reason. Um, oh, am I on the clock? No, I'm not. No, I'm not on the clock yet. Uh that's actually the reason. I when I in standard nine cats, I tend to go uh, with the. Uh, I tend to go with the guard-heavy roster because if you if you sort by points, uh, having a look at projected scorers or scorers from last season, it it, it is it does favour guards quite a bit. Um, so it's a lot easier to to get five categories with guards than it is with bigs because there aren't a lot of big guys that score. Um, so if you are doing a quad punt, it generally, it always has to be guards really Um, so this is me on the clock again Uh, hmm. I'm just having a look at my team so I'm yeah, my points aren't awesome here Uh, so I'm going to Oh, where is he? So I get probably, well, yeah, about right maybe. So Terry Rosier, I said I was looking him with the last pick, and and he came back to me here. So so I'm okay getting him in the fourth round. Um, he's been really good the last two years. So, and I think with Miles Bridges potentially out, I still don't think we have word on Miles Bridges, do we? In terms of exactly what's no. happening, but. Um,
1: he has, a, he has a rescheduled hearing for, I believe it's the 30th, uh, something okay. that's been rescheduled a bunch of times. So, I mean, he's facing some serious prison time, you know, if he mm. ends up being convicted. So uh, and you're on the clock here, so. Oh, yeah. Um, man, I'm going to go with uh, – I don't like drafting this guy super early, but I do need to make some points up here, and he also gives me assists and steals. Not so great with three pointers, not so great with free throw percentage, but I kind of shored that up early in the draft, so it's swiper for me.
0: Yep, I I, I like him there actually. Um, especially, I mean, as we said, we're punting, so yeah. Um, yeah, Cade. Um, so B just popped that up on there. I think uh, Cade projected top thirty uh, on Josh's rankings. So yeah, look he he Cade's going. This is where he's going. He um, he, he is going top thirty. Um, yeah, I don't know if that's a bit high. I, I like what he brings though in terms of a balanced uh, sort of balanced approach with fantasy. So he'll get you five or six assists, five or six rebounds, twenty five points, um, a steal. Um, decent percentages. He'll hit some threes. So he he sort of fills ticks a lot of boxes. So, um... I,
1: I think you have to be in that build though. I mean, like I think if you're not using that specific build where you're punting turnovers uh, yeah. and field goal percentage, I I, I can't imagine a, a round where you're taking him in the first three rounds uh, because he's he's essentially Russell Westbrook light with those type of categories with the turnovers and field goal percentage. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so let's have a look at some of these builds now that we've got going on. Um, so after after you took Darren Fox, uh, Vucevic went, followed by Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson. Uh, so we've got a few guys that are clearly punting, and then we have still got some teams that are probably going more of a balanced approach here. So, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting that, that not everyone... E- is opting to punt but as I said if you haven't done it in the past it it is something that takes a little bit of practice to do it well so there goes Mobley okay I like Mobley there Uh, Desmond Bain where are you on him this year I I know he's been sort of sliding a little bit um, after his breakout season so I think so what pick are we at here 49 that feels about right for Bain I think
1: yeah, that feels good. I mean, I, th- I think if he's sliding that much, I'll gladly take him right here. If that's my pick at the you know the fourth round turn, fifth round turn, I'll take him there. Uh, as you mentioned, man broke out last year, and they're going to be missing Triple J for a little while this year. And they got rid of DeAnthony Melton, so there's going to be even more three point opportunities available for him.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, the concern is that I guess. Teams are gonna scout for him a little bit now and, and so he won't get as many good looks. But um I think I mean Jaron Jackson's obviously not there for for a while, so they're gonna need scoring. Um so I uh, yeah, I think he'll be fine around that fifty mark. Oh, what's uh what's what's B dub doing here? He's undoing some picks. We did get so we did get another uh Uh, commissioner or another manager in. Um, So, yeah, Dan Titus has gone AWOL and we got someone in to replace him. Uh, And we've just done a couple of those picks. So, Bain is is available again. It looks like he wasn't picked. Uh, Scotty Barnes went followed by Jalen Brown. Instead, so you're coming up again um, in three picks. Don't tell us who you're going to go for, but... (laughs) It's obviously going to be a guard because we don't we don't want uh, hat on a hook to steal your pick again if that is what's been happening. There goes Bane, nice. There goes Bane. So yeah, let's let's keep your pick a secret, Um, but I won't. Uh, So CJ McCollum, another solid sort of guy there. I'm going to have to have a look. I'm probably going to go... I might have to reach for my guy here, I think.
1: I think I'm going to make a bit of a reach here as well, but this is, this is a guy I'm super excited about this year, and I think he can live up to the draft pick, and he fits well with my build.
0: Yeah, in a standard draft, that would be a bit of a reach, as you said, but in a build like this, I think it's perfect. Um, So it was Colin Sexton, for for anyone that can't see the screen. (laughs) Sexton went, um, followed by John Collins. So I'm going to go, I think I'm going to go. He doesn't get as many points as I like, but where is he? I could just search, couldn't I? That would be easier. I've been sort of spruiking this guy pretty hard, um, as a top 50 player this season. So mm. I'm going to take Devin Vassell, um, here, uh, as I said, not a heavy scorer. I don't think he's going to sort of get you 22 points a game, but he'll get 18 points. I think 17, 18 points, um, three threes could get one and a half steals. That would be a bit of an added bonus. Um, yeah. And a handful of assists. So yeah, no, I, I, I like Vassell here. Um, I think I've picked Where do you stand on
1: him versus Keldon Johnson?
0: Uh, I'm a Vassell. I'm in the Vassell cramp there. Um, in a vacuum, I, I think uh, Keldon Johnson's going to score more. He'll get some more rebounds. Cool. Um, I just like the fact that Vassell does a little bit more across the board. Mm-hmm. But both guys. I mean, both guys are going to be playing 35 minutes a night. Um, so. Yeah, I, I think either at, at this sort of spot is fine. Um, Trey Jones is obviously the other one there. What, what are your thoughts on Trey Jones uh, this season? I'm really high.
1: Yeah, I'm really high on Trey Jones. I mean, I, I think he can be a top 100 player. I'm not going to draft him any sooner than probably, you know, in that 90 to 100 range because I think you can get him there and maybe even a little bit later. Um but I mean, the small sample size that we've seen from him. I mean, he's like a you know, tees a triple double every night type of guy. So I think that's very exciting, and you got to love the opportunity that he has in San Antonio.
0: Yeah, the Spurs are going to be really interesting in terms of their rotations uh, this year because, yeah, I mean, there, there's so many unknowns. We've got the, the guys we've just talked about are obviously going to get good minutes. Um, Jakob Pertle's going to get uh, really good minutes as well, but are they going to look to trade him at some point? I, I don't know. Um, and if so, who are they sort of, who are we looking at for their their centre spot if he is traded away? So um, lots of questions for the Spurs. Ben Simmons went off the board there um, for for Sun. So I'm just looking at his build. Yeah, look, he. he it's interesting pick for for his build. Um, obviously gets the rebounds and field goal percentage, but doesn't really get blocks. Um, turn the ball over a little bit more than than your standard sort of big man because he is going to have the ball in his hands. Even though he's probably not playing point guard, he will he will be uh, running the point at times. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas mikhail bridges next uh yeah i mean any of these picks sort of jumping out at you i mean even though we we are punting and people are reaching and that sort of thing i haven't seen anything too outlandish
1: nothing wild i kind of just had to do a little bit of a yawn right here with mikhail bridges i mean that's it that might be like the most boring mid-round pick you could make in a fantasy I, I mean it's totally safe it's totally sound pick but i mean it, it yeah. might be <laughs> the most yawn worthy pick in in fantasy hoops um simmons i looked at i mean i, I definitely took a long look at him but that feel that free throw percentage is just tank my build so that was a that was a no it is interesting though how many assists he might potentially get as a guy that you can get a little bit later in draft which is pretty helpful.
0: Oh. Uh yeah, he's a, he's a tricky one Simmons, to, he's a tricky one to fit into any punt because he's he doesn't he, he doesn't do the right things. He sort of doesn't give you your typical forward stats or big man stats, but also doesn't give you your typical guard stats. He's a, he's a really tough player to squeeze onto a roster. Um, Shingun went next at pick 62. How high are you on Shingun? Is it, is, would you go this high on him?
1: Yeah, I, I would have to look back through my rankings, but I think I have him in the top 55. So love that pick. I'm absolutely fine with that. I think he's going to have a breakout season.
0: Yeah, I was uh, sort of one of those guys last season that held on to him the whole way through, even though mm-hmm. he was... And I was punting, so he did fit my build, which which gave me a bit of wiggle room in terms of uh, value, even though he was only playing 18 minutes some nights. Um, but I, I just think the the upside is there, the playing time is going to be there. He's, he's not Nikola Jokic, but he has a, a similar skill set um, obviously a, a few tiers down But he'll get you assists He'll get you a steal and a block He'll he'll hit a three He'll score, he'll get some rebounds So um, no, I, I really like him Oh, I'm on the clock, alright uh, So who went? So Jakob Purtle went uh, uh, Jalen Green went after Sengun Followed by Purtle and Ananobi So I'm Yeah, looking at my team here uh, I probably need to. I don't know. I probably need to work on my points a bit. Um, I've got a few guys in here: Lamelo Ball, Drew Holiday, Devin Vassell. They're sort of all under eighteen or under twenty points. Oh, Lamelo might be slightly more, but but getting anyone that scores more than uh, more than twenty points at this point of the draft is is tough. Um, yeah, look. I'm gonna go uh again probably a bit high. I wouldn't go this high if I wasn't punting, but I'm gonna go Tyrese Maxey. Mm. um yeah again he's very similar to Vassell in terms of points I would say he's probably gonna be around that 17 eighteen point mark uh, so he's not gonna help me too much there but he'll he'll get some assists and um yeah I think fairly fairly safe here in a build like this, but probably. Probably around too high. If I wasn't punting, I, I would say. Where? What are your thoughts on on Maxi?
1: Yeah, Maxie's a guy I had queued up here as well. Uh, okay. So I have I have no problem with this pick. And honestly, just in a standard draft without the punt build, uh, what do you pick eighty here, close to it? I think that's totally fine for Maxi. Uh,
0: Sixty-six. I picked that. So, um, yeah, like I said, for me, probably around or so too early. So I think around pick 80 is, is a really nice area for him. But, mm-hmm. yeah, if, if you're looking for assists and, and some points, and um, then, yeah, he's fine to go here. So you're on the clock again. Um, so Paolo Banquero went after Maxi. Uh, he's the first rookie, I think, to go off the board, Banquero. So we haven't had Jabari Smith yet. Um Jordan Poole, that's who else. So that's who I was looking at as well. Um, there, so yeah, I, I like Pool here, and, and while I don't sort of recommend handcuffing specifically, uh, while this isn't a handcuff, having Pool when you also have Curry is is really nice because if Curry rests or sits out, Pool can be a top thirty player for a week or a or a game or however long it is. So. Um, yeah, I like getting Jordan Poole there. Uh, Kevin Porter. So was that something that sort of factored in when you when you took Poole there that that you do have Curry and that Poole will get a boost if he misses time?
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, again, I'm looking for guys that contribute to the categories I'm targeting, but as exactly what you said, I got Poole right here. He's going to primarily benefit when Curry sits. Uh, so I think that's a I wouldn't necessarily call it a handcuff, but uh, it's a nice insurance policy. We'll call it like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Kevin Porter went next. Jalen Brunson. So some some mm-hmm. guys trying to get some assists there. Uh, well, Markkinen. Lowry Markkinen. Mm, okay, so yeah. I mean, you went with Sexton, obviously in the the round, and, and Markkinen mm-hmm. fits that fits that discussion of. Um, decent player on a pretty ordinary team. So is this too high for Markkinen for you or or you're okay getting him here?
1: I'm starting to warm up to the idea of taking him in this range, you know, kind of in the, so what is this round six, pick 11. So what, pick 83, something like that. I'm kind of warming up to picking him right in that round. Uh, He's a top 100 player. And then you're getting in that 80 to a hundred range. You can reach a little bit at, at that point.
0: Yep. Yep. I agree. Um, Wendell Carter, he's a guy that's flying under the radar this season. I haven't really heard anything about Wendell Carter, but he's, he's, he was really solid last year. Um, he, I think he's established himself as that starter over, over Mo Bumba. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, look, Carter here, really nice. Um, and probably, st- I, I still think some room for, for growth for Carter. He's, he's still quite young. And, and I think moving from Chicago to Orlando was really good for him in terms of development. But I, I still think there's probably a bit of room there for him to grow even more moving forward. Uh, so, D'Angelo Russell went next. I had him. I uh, was eyeing him off. Uh, so, we're sort of coming back around to you. Here, Tyler Hero, a little bit early for me, but a uh, good source of points. Um, and As I've alluded, two points are tricky to get at this time of the draft. So, uh, there goes Jabari Smith. You're on the clock now. Interesting, um, okay. Yeah, I'm All just right having there. a look at my build here and who I might be able to target. Uh, so, my... Yeah, my points still aren't great for a build like this. Um, I've I've sort of only got probably, I don't know, Rosie potentially over 20 points a game, but I've probably only got three guys that are getting me over 20 points a game, and I don't have a big scorer. Like, I don't have a 30-point scorer. Like, you you got with Curry, he can go for, for 30 most nights if he wants to, so I don't have that... Uh, that safety net. So, okay, Marcus Smart, interesting. Um, what are your thoughts there with taking Smart? I like him here.
1: I had a few options here. I think he's, again, probably undervalued just because of the Malcolm Brogdon addition. But, I mean, you look at their additions, they added Brogdon, they added Galinari, who's going to be out. They, you know, they have Robert Williams, who's going to be out for a little while. Um, So that rotation all of a sudden kind of shrinks up a little bit. Um, I think the rumor today was that the Celtics are, quote, interested in LaMarcus Aldridge or Dwight Howard. So at that point, they're looking at scraps, right? So this rotation (laughs) is going to certainly, you know, it's going to be tight. So I think no danger for Smart to, uh, you know, lose minutes to Brogdon or any of these other guys. I think he's going to be just fine like he was last year with the assists, the steals, and, uh, you know at this point i need to kind of shore up my steel numbers a little bit
0: yep yeah and he'll do that i mean we we know that that's that's the uh sort of the foundation of what his game is 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 getting mm-hmm. those steals and getting those deflections so um uh yeah so look i went with uh i went with jamal murray here and that was at pick where are we pick 79. I'm okay with Jamal Murray there. Uh, I'm not too concerned about him this season. I think he's going to, he'll be good to go from night one. Um, He might miss some back-to-backs to to start things off. But I think if you look at, yeah, look at what Clay did last season, he ramped things up um, and was probably not back to old Clay, but pretty close by the end of the season. So I think give Murray a month or six weeks and, and he'll be back to where he was. That's the hope. Um, so yeah, I like Murray here. He he could be a twenty point scorer, um, which which is uh, you, tough to find here. Um,
1: no, I think you so hit after, it out of the park with that pick, dude. That was that's a lot of value for a guy. to Give you third, fourth, fifth round, uh, you know, value by the end of the year. That was awesome.
0: Yeah, and and obviously in terms of my build here, he's not going to give me a lot of assists because playing alongside mm-hmm. Jokic, we, we saw it from Monty Morris last season. Um, but points, threes and, and and really nice from the free throw line as well, which is sort of what I need at the moment is uh, free throw percentage and points um, yeah. based on my team. So now I'm, I'm excited to get Murray there and I haven't actually got him in any team so far. So it is good to, to get some players that I don't have. Um, Kyle Lowry at pick 83. What, what are your thoughts on Lowry this season?
1: Uh, again, this is, uh, is this isn't the same guy that picked. It, it is. It's the same guy that picked Michael Bridges, Chris Middleton. Um, this is going for the all sleeper team, but not you know <laughs> sleeper in a different way. These are picks that are these are boring the hell out of me here. But I mean I, Lowry, I don't know. I, for some reason, I'm just not super high on Lowry. I know he kind of gives you he gives you what he gives you every year, but last year he just he didn't seem to be himself. He seems like he's kind of entering that final phase of his career. I, I don't know if what how much he has left. He's not a guy I would be drafting, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, as you said, he isn't exciting at all. Um, and I'm yeah, I'm I don't know, like I'm I'm okay with getting him here. I think this range is perfectly fine. Um, but I, I yeah, I mean you want to start you wanna start looking at upside, I think, here and and just for me that I'd I'd look for a bit more upside. Um mm-hmm. PJ Washington went uh, with the final pick of the seventh round, uh, which is pick 84. I talked about PJ Washington on my sleeper show uh, on the weekend. I really like Washington this year. Um, I think he's going he's gonna to get minutes. He'll get 32, 33 minutes a game. He was a top 100 player last season in 27 minutes or something. And, and I think... He was very ordinary to start the season, so I think if he can hit the ground running and and secure that uh, starting role, he he I really like him as a late center um, who can hit some threes. He he doesn't get a lot of blocks, but he'll get steals. So an interesting skill set. Uh, but I really like Washington uh, here. Keegan Murray goes off the board. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I watched Keegan Murray at Summer League, and and he was pretty impressive. But how much do you read into Summer League? Um, he's going to get he's going to get playing time. How high are you on on Keegan? Are you okay taking him here? I mean, Sacramento are, they're just such a dumpster fire that you don't know what's going to happen. But uh, I don't wow. mind him.
1: I think for that very reason, I have him ranked inside uh, my top 50, actually. So I'm I'm okay. super bullish on him. Um, I'm all for the Keegan propaganda. You can, you know, sing his praises from the rooftop to me. I, I love him very much. Uh, I was very hyped about him coming out of college. Um, you know, I didn't think Sacramento necessarily um, made the right pick at number four, taking him over Jaden Ivey or at least not exploring some trade avenues uh, because I think they could have maybe done a little bit more, but from a fantasy perspective, I think he just, he fits like a glove, dude. The, the, you know, the forward spot there is pretty mediocre. Um, yeah. The front court in general, I'm not super excited about. Obviously, outside of Sabonis, uh you have Holmes who could do a little bit off the bench, but outside of that, uh, I think Murray's going to feast this year. He's got a ton of opportunity on a team that potentially could turn some heads in the West. They're not going to make the playoffs, but I think they'll be better. And I think his overall skill set on you know on both ends of the court is going to really translate well to fantasy hoops. So top fifty upside for me. That's where I'm ranking him this year.
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh well. That's yeah. Interesting. He's <laughs> sort of one of one of these one of these rookies that you you we, we don't hear a lot about. We hear a lot about um, Jabari Smith, and a lot about Paolo Bancaro, but not we don't hear much about uh, Murray, despite the fact that he was really impressive. Uh, during summer league, mm-hmm. well, there goes okay. So Robert Williams goes at pick eighty nine. Yeah. All there right. So um, yeah. So all right, I'm on the clock. Uh, uh, there's a there's a player that fits this bill that I'm doing, but I hate taking him, and he probably will come back to me, so I'm not going to take him yet. But I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Gary Trent. Uh, pick 90. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I like him here. Again, much like Van Fleet, he's going to play. Um, are you shaking your head because you hate my pick or because you wanted him? That's who I was going to take, to Okay, damn. that's a good thing. All right. <laughs> I'm happy then.
1: Oh, man. Okay. Wow. look. I'll let
0: you- yeah, let, let you work through your pick here now that I, I took your guy. But Jalen yeah. uh, Smith went at, at um, 90 or 91. Um, I really like Jalen Smith this season as well. I think he could be top 70. Um, I don't think he has the upside to break into the top, probably top 50, top 40. But uh, if you can get a guy here with two or three rounds of, of value, I think that's good. Yeah. Um, so someone just put in the chat. Is Gary Trent Jr. a reach? No, I don't think so. I don't know what he was last year. Um, let me have a look. I am a little concerned about his steal numbers. Uh, they feel like they might be an outlier. Um, but he was so he was the forty-fifth ranked player last season uh, in thirty-five minutes. His minutes should stick, um, and even if if we see a slight hit in in most of his numbers here with the sort of scotty barnes coming through um and a healthy og ananobi and, and fred van fleet i still think his floor is probably around top 90 so mm-hmm. yeah I, i'm okay uh taking him here so you went with clay thompson uh who is probably the other guy that i was looking at actually clay thompson and, and uh gary trent so you're obviously not too concerned about his, his health and, and you've gone with three warriors players here. So another, yeah. a, another sort of in a roundabout way links into Jordan pool, because if clay Thompson misses time, Jordan pool also gets a bump. So nice strategy. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know, I, I
1: think at this point I'm totally secure in my threes. I'm totally secure in my points. So now I'm I'm really going to just clamp down on steals the rest of the way and and do a little bit of reaching. I think, and my free throw percentage I think is pretty solid at this point as well.
0: Yep, yep. Um, so Sadiq Bay went. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Trey Jones went after you, then Sadiq Bay and and Isaiah Jackson. Uh, I'm reasonably high on Sadiq Bay this season. I think probably top. Top eighty, top seventy. Um he's he was good in spurts last season. Uh and and he can hurt your efficiency, but uh he I think he had a fifty point game from memory, didn't he?
1: He did, yeah. That was that uh it was a Thursday night game. It was the only game on the slate, and I remember oh, it right. because I was I, I was writing up the uh the dose article for NBC that night and yeah, uh, yeah. he he went off and it was fifty points, you're exactly right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do remember that. I don't remember it being a Thursday. Your memory's better (laughs) than mine there, but, um, yeah, it was, yeah. So the upside is there obviously. And, uh, there goes Jeremy Grant, um, following Anthony Simons. So it's not Dan Titus, whoever took over his team takes a couple of blazes there with Anthony Simons and, and Jeremy Grant. Um, where are you on grant this season i'm i'm I think that's probably about right he's he feels like a top one hundred sort of guy,
1: yeah, I think he's in that top one hundred range absolutely uh again, another guy that I'm not super excited about, but he feels like a pretty safe pick for uh for that new Portland offense, so totally fine right there, yep. Uh, and just to uh, echo what you were saying, I'm I'm very bullish on Sadiq Bay this year too. I really like him, especially if you're punt and field goal percentage. I think the upside is huge.
0: Yeah, he's another one of those guys um, who who fits a build like this. So mm-hmm. if you were in a league where you had to pick forwards and you had to pick centers, he's actually a really good fit if you're going guard heavy because he'll get you he'll get your steal, he'll get you threes, solid from the free throw line. Doesn't get a lot of rebounds, but that's fine. Um, could score twenty a night, so yeah, I, I really like Bay in, in this build as well. Um, and if if we were um, if this was a standard kind of format where we did have to pick forwards, he probably would have been a target there for me. Uh, so it's coming back around to you, um, and we are starting to get deep now. So we're we're at pick one hundred. So you're going to be targeting these guys that are sort of one or two category specialists now. Uh, And you mentioned that you're looking at steals um, as a, as a priority. So there's a a few guys there that, that could get you steals. Um, Are you, well, no, actually I don't want to, I've got a guy in mind who I think you might take, but I won't talk about it just in case I don't want to give away.
1: That's all right. I think there's a couple of later round guys that could potentially help me out, which is good. I've kind of built my foundation and now I can, you know, now I can kind of get a little bit wild here at the end. But. Honestly, man, we're outside the top 100 right here. I'm going to go for upside. I think he can get me some decent. He can get me you know, one over one steal a game and has a good chance for some solid assists and points if he comes back the way I'm hoping he comes back. I do have confidence in this man. Let's see how he does this year for the Clippers.
0: Mm, okay, so it's John Wall again for anyone not watching. Uh John Wall goes at 101. Yeah, 101. Yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not sure about Wall. Um Not digging it. In a a build like this, I think it's fine and and he's going to get minutes. Um, So I think you take a bit of a flyer. Uh, The guy that I seem to take in a lot of drafts because I often do this build is still available. I'm just wondering whether he'll come back to me again. Um, uh, Is there anyone better that I'd like? Yeah, okay. I'm going to go with. I'm just going to search him because I don't know what his ADP is. I'm going to go with Dylan Brooks. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, again, late points. Um, mm-hmm. Health has been a bit of a concern the last couple of years, but Memphis, for some reason, continue to play him too many minutes. So, uh, yeah, if he's going to be playing 30, 32 a night, uh, he's going to get me some points and threes and he'll get me a steal. and. He'll do what I need him to do. So so I'm okay with him there. Um, so this... Uh, so Jeremy... Uh, uh, Jaron Jackson went off uh, the 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 draft board next there to beat up. Um, followed by Stephen Adams. So Adams is actually a good example here of a guy that isn't being drafted in a lot of leagues. Uh, I've seen him go undrafted. Whereas in a league like this where where you are punting and the guy, so son has taken Adams here and he has Towns, Gobert, Jared Allen, Turner, Simmons, Pirtle, Nurkic, <laughs> Herb Jones, Ew. um, Adams. So Adams fits what he's doing. Doesn't need free mm-hmm. throws, get him some blocks, um, rebounds, field goal percentage. But again, I'm still not sure where that fifth category is coming for, for his build, um, yeah. Oh yeah, interesting. That's a great
1: pick. Al Horford with no Robert Williams. Yep. Good pick in general.
0: Good pick in general, but yeah, with with Williams potentially out for two, four weeks, maybe. Um yeah, Horford just gets a bump. Uh and look, I mean, the fact that if if the those rumors that the uh the Celtics are looking at, at some centers, maybe they're a little bit concerned about Robert Williams or they're gonna be even when he is back, they'll they're not going to push him, um, so he may be capped at sort of twenty six minutes a night.
1: Adam, any of these teams besides yours that you really like?
0: Um, just going to draw drag this down a bit so I can see the teams. Oh, um, let's have a look. Let me just bring this up so no look I think I think both you and I have, have, have punted well um going for the same punt and we've we've sniped a couple of picks but we've we've been able to pick ourselves back up off the floor and draft someone similar so uh I like our teams um having a look at I don't mind b dub's team there as well uh yeah, there's a few. There's a few where their their strategy isn't super clear to me, but their strategy might just be that they're going balanced. So, um, yeah. Any jumping off the page for you?
1: I'm really looking at. I really like Grimmer's team. It, Doncic and Morant to start, and then they got SGA in the third round. Ingram, Bane, yep. Brunson, Hero, Bay, Healed. That's a I mean, that's a solid team. You got points, assists, threes, uh, be competitive in rebounds and steals. I think I, I think that's a good team.
0: Yeah, I, I like I like Heald there actually. Um, he, mm-hmm. He's another one of these guys that's sort of flying under the radar a bit this this season. I think with there's oh, there's a little bit of doubt as to whether he fits their long term plans and is he going to be there for the rest of the year and that sort of thing. But I think listening to a pod. I can't remember which podcast it was yesterday. Um, and it, it, I think the stat was something like the last five years, the worst he's been, even in 25 minutes a night or something, was, was top 90. So I think oh, wow. in, his, in his sophomore season, he played 25 minutes a game and he was 96th or something. So he's going to play more than 25 minutes. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think his floor is probably sort of top ninety, top eighty, and, and he went here at uh what pick did he go at? Uh I don't even know where he went, but keeps scrolling. Outside yeah. the top hundred or so. Yeah, outside it the is... top one hundred anyway. Yeah. Um yeah, so no, that's I think that's really nice value there. Um so we've had a few picks go off the board since Horford went Uh, We had Lonzo and Isaiah Hartenstein rounded out the ninth round. RJ Barrett, Clint Capella, Vitza Zubats, Mitch Robinson, and Cam Johnson. Oh, crap. And I'm on the clock. Should be watching, shouldn't I? All right. Give me 30 seconds. Uh, I'm going
1: to go. No sniper, man. That's a rule.
0: No, no, no. Uh, I'm going to go Chris Duarte here. Hmm, okay. he's, he's a guy I've been getting late as well. And, and I, yeah, I mean, he, he started last year really well and then sort of cooled off as I think the he hit that rookie wall a bit. Um, but I think with some more talent around him now, he won't have to shoulder as much of that offensive load as he had to. Bones Highland is, is who I was looking at there as well. So I was going to take him. I should have taken him. It would have been uh, another pick taken, but, uh, you're so you're high enough on Highland this season.
1: Yeah, I think I think that's a good I think it's a good bet um, because you know that backcourt kind of got really thinned out in the offseason. They got rid of Morris. They got rid of Will Barton. Uh, Composo didn't resign. Uh, so it's Jamal Murray and then Highland. And if Murray comes back anything less than a hundred percent, or they ease him in. I think Highland is a uh, six man of the year candidate for sure and he fits my build uh, really well.
0: Yeah, I potentially should have gone him if I if I sort of heart back to my own advice where having a almost almost a handcuff but who has value mm-hmm. like you did with Jordan Poole and Steph Curry, Highland is a guy that's probably going to have value anyway, but if Murray sits some back-to-backs then Highland gets a bump. So in terms of if I'd thought that out and hadn't realised that I was on the, on the clock with twenty <laughs> seconds to go, I You're might right. have thought that through a little bit more. But Duarte is a guy that, that I'm okay with there. Um, fairly safe floor, not not a ton of upside, but um, so Claxton went in between. I really like Claxton there at that pick. Uh, I think I think he could have a top eighty season if if he's given. Twenty-six minutes a night, uh, and he doesn't have much competition in Brooklyn for center minutes at the moment. So,
1: no concern about the uh, just the center position in Brooklyn in general. I mean, it's been kind of a wasteland recently, right?
0: Yeah, it has, and and they're not a like they've got they've got the personnel on the team that they they can play without a center for long stretches. Uh, mm-hmm. So that is, I think, why. I don't envisage him playing more than 26 sort of minutes. Like they're not going to roll him out for 30 or 31 because Simmons can play center. uh, Durant can play center. So they can go with those small ball teams uh, or lineups. So, yeah, I think, I think he is capped a little bit, but I think in 26 minutes, if he can just establish himself and um, as a good sort of pick and roll player and and get some Mm -hmm. of the, he gets a lot of dunks. So I, I think, uh, Yeah, I like him here. Uh, We had... So, following him, we had Highland, who you took. um, Bogdan Bogdanovic, Kuzma, Suggs, Wiggins, Dinwiddie and Brogdon. Yeah, not a lot there. I I don't mind Suggs here. I think a bit of upside for Suggs. um, Here, he could be a top 100 player, I think. Uh, Wiggins, another boring sort of pick, but safe.
1: Yeah. Kuzma uh, at pick 120, that's that's good value. I mean, that's, that's a couple rounds early, I think. He's a top 100 guy if he plays really well.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously having Porzingis there hurts him a little bit, but um, I think he showed us last year. I mean, he surprised me last year with how well he played. So, um, yeah, I don't mind Kuzma there. Uh, you, so you're coming up on the clock, as am I, so I'd better actually get a bit of a mental cue together here. Uh, yeah. All right. So who am I? Okay, so you're up. There goes Monty Morris, who was probably at the top of my list, so I won't be taking him.
1: Oh, this was, in, this was an easy one
0: here. You had – okay, yeah. You were quick there. You obviously had him ready to go. Um, yeah. Hmm. Oh, man. People are speaking quick now. I'm not getting much time. So <laughs> – uh Quickly probably would have been next in my queue there. Quickly in Monty Morris. Um, hmm. Not going to really get points here. So really just looking at, at a good free throw shooter who will get me some threes. Uh, and a steal would be nice. So I am going to go, despite having a really good supporting cast, uh, Norm Powell. At peak, okay. 127. Um, again, yeah. he's not not a ton of upside there, but uh, I think, I mean, he should play 28 minutes a night, I think, 30 minutes a night, uh, mm-hmm. which would put him top 100-ish, top 110. Uh, so I'm okay there, but, but quickly, I mean, you were, pardon the pun, you were quick on quickly there, but uh, yeah. so how... How do you see him, his role sort of developing in New York this year?
1: Yeah, so a report came out that he's supposed to get more minutes to open the season. And then I think they're going to, you know, I guess, evaluate and see if they want to continue giving him those minutes moving forward. Uh, He averaged something like. 26 or 27 minutes after the all-star break if I remember that right um, and he I mean he was really good um, so obviously you're not going to get the good field goal percentage with him um, but he's a really good scorer. Uh, he can shoot threes he has great free throw percentage. Uh, And the upside is there. I think he ended the year with one or two triple doubles uh, over the last week or so. That was when him and Toppin were kind of just given the keys and balled out there at the end. So uh, I really think he can uh, can be a great
0: guy this year. Yeah, so I've just pulled up his stats. So over the last month, which was probably not quite all-star, but, well, I mean, last two months, let's look at last two months, 26 minutes a game, he was the 103rd ranked player. 14.6 Okay. 14.6 points, two threes, and um, almost five, f- almost five rebounds, almost five assists, almost a steal, um, 85% from the line. So, look, I think the more minutes he's given, the, the better he'll get, obviously, and the more confident he'll get. I think that's probably been a bit of a challenge for him and, and a lot of players on New York is confidence uh, because they're, they possibly not given the minutes that they deserve and we know we know Tom Thibodeau uh, sort of likes to play his guys. So yeah, look I, I mean if you look at that if he can get 25 minutes a night his his floor is probably top 100, top 110 and you got him at pick what 125 or something? 125. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no nice value there. Uh Onyeko well, yeah, Kongwu went off uh, the board after Norm Powell, Gary Payton, Mike Conley, Rob Covington, De'Anthony Milton, Isaiah Stewart. Isaiah Stewart's an interesting one. I'm I'm probably a bit higher on him than most this season. What? Where are you on on him after what was a disappointing year last year?
1: I'm not super high on Isaiah Stewart. Uh, he's not a guy that I'm super interested in uh, in Detroit. Uh, I know I'm not high on Marvin Bagley either, but he is still a guy that's just got paid $33 million. He's going to be in the rotation. Uh, Good things have been coming out of, um, you know, uh, Pistons beat writers about Isaiah Livers. Um, You know, obviously they got Jalen Duran, who I think can be a really good player in the NBA. Uh, so I don't. I, I just don't see huge upside for Isaiah Stewart this year. I think it's a crowded
0: front court, and he just, was just
1: really disappointing last year.
0: Yeah, he was. He, I yeah, I probably did buy into that that hype with him a little bit last season. Um, and mm-hmm. again, I, I yeah. was able to hold on to him for the majority of the season because the team that I had him on. I was punting guard stats, so I only needed rebounds, field goal percentage, blocks. Um, So, yeah, look, he had some better moments as the season went on. uh, And I think for him, it's really about how they utilize him. And because he is undersized, I mean, let's be honest, he's not, he's only six foot nine, maybe six foot 10. He doesn't feel like he's mm-hmm. much bigger than that. So he is a bit undersized um, to be playing a, sort of a, a true back to the basket kind of center. So I think if they can utilize his speed and agility a little bit more and get him out on the break and, and and, and get him into the offense before team's defenses are set, uh, I think that will help him. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm not taking him sort of anywhere other than a sort of the, the, third last or second last round but uh, I, I think people soured on him after last season and I think he could he could push top 100 if things fall into place and, and he is utilised a bit better but remains to be seen um, so dubs on the clock now uh, followed by me so yeah look sort of just looking back through my team I probably have neglected assists a little bit with my last few picks um but at this time of the draft uh, as we've said it's really hard to get assists um oh what's he gonna do i don't know there's a so i do have a player in mind here <laughs> but i hate it uh but he could get He could get five or six assists if he's given minutes. And if, just seeing if there's a better option, better option. (laughs) Pat Beverly would have been who I wanted here, I think, but he went off the board. Um, Yeah, I'm just going to do it because it's a draft only league. Oh, close that. Yep. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Dennis <clears throat> Schroeder. Um okay. if he plays, he fits this build. I think that's it's sort of as simple as that. If Westbrook goes and and Schroeder can play sixth man, uh, I actually prefer him in the sixth man role. I think he 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 suits that um really well. So look, he might be able to get me twelve or thirteen points, five assists, maybe a steal, uh, decent from the free throw line. So Yeah, I don't love it, but uh, I'm okay with it. Uh, Lopez went off the clock, off the board next, and you are up.
1: I am taking another guy that fits my build a little bit. He gives me some good stats, you know, assists and steals late here. And he's another one of those sort of handcuffed guys who I think is going to play some big minutes in Boston's rotation, Derek White.
0: Sort of the forgotten man, isn't he in in yeah. Boston? I think we we've heard obviously a lot about Smart because he won Defensive Player of the Year. We've heard a lot about Brogdon coming in and how they split those guard minutes. But then you have well, what about what about White? And and I know last season he wasn't when he when he was traded and and his time in Boston he wasn't as productive obviously as he was in San Antonio. And and if you look at his numbers, they weren't they. I mean, he wasn't even really rosterable down the stretch, but his on-court impact is really strong. And, and I have a few friends that are sort of deep into Celtic's Twitter and fandom and that sort of thing. And and he he was key to their, their push late in the season. Um, despite not racking up tangible numbers, he, he's really valuable on the court. So um, I think for him, if he can hit his threes... Uh, That'll make a huge difference because he he just couldn't hit a shot. I think he missed twenty two threes in a row or something at one point. So right. um, yeah, I, I I really like Derek White as a as a late pick here. Um, compared to the next guy who went off, Harrison Barnes, who has zero upside. He he's fine here. You know what he's going to do, but he's mm-hmm. going to do exactly what he's done for the last five years.
1: Exactly. He's going to play a lot of games for you. He'll play 75 yep. games for you and give you top, what, 80 finish in a, a Roto League. So yeah, there you go.
0: Yep. Uh, so we're almost at the end of the 12th round. So we're going 14 rounds in this one. So two rounds to come. Um, here, Lou Dort goes off the off the board. Um, I, I don't mind Lou Dort. Um, the Thunder, I'm not sort of sold on a lot of the Thunder guys just because we don't know what they're going to look like at the end of the season, but but Dort's fine here. Um, JaVale McGee, yeah, good for rebounds, good for blocks. Uh, then there goes Westbrook. So, uh, are you, are you thinking that Westbrook is gonna, is gonna start the season in LA or not? <sighs>
1: Uh, I think he'll. I think he'll be on the roster, but I think start is the key word. I. I don't know if he's even going to be in the starting lineup, right? I mean, that's kind of the. Some of the rumblings we've been hearing is that maybe it's going to be Schroeder, maybe it's going to be Westbrook, maybe it's going to be, uh, you know, who knows at this point, Pat Bev. Um, so I'm not entirely sure at this point. I think it seems unlikely he gets moved. Uh, that's just that's a lot to move. Um, that's a lot of salary dump, especially it's his last year of his contract. I think LA's best served, just keeping him on the roster. And if you can get a guy like him off the bench, I mean, hell, that might be your best move, right? I mean, imagine another guy with that much energy and that much potential off the bench. That might be, that might be a revival for him. Who
0: knows? Yeah, I I actually think, I mean, I'm not high on Westbrook at all, but I actually think coming off the bench would be in the Lakers' best interest. I mean, he, he's a mm-hmm. proven guy that can run the offence. If you can get the ball in his hands a bit more um, with that second unit, uh, then rather than having to play off the ball with LeBron uh, on the court and potentially Pat Beverly and Schroeder, um, the less the less scoring he has to do or the less shot-making he has to do, the better. I think given his age, we saw his mid-range games. is basically non-existent or from what we've seen he's nowhere near the player he used to be so yeah i actually think coming off the bench would be um would be really interesting i just don't know if if he's okay with that i think that's the question is is whether he, <laughs> he, right. he can accept a role like that um yeah time will tell i suppose uh so you're coming up uh next so after westbrook we had jaden ivy uh, Benedict Mathurin, Jordan Clarkson, Tari Eason. I love Tari Eason this season. Um, I do too.
1: I do too. And now you're I up. Was,
0: yeah, I was really, really hoping Ben Mathurin
1: was still there for me. I think, yeah. man, this late in the draft, the upside is just phenomenal for him. But uh, I don't want to take – I like Alex Caruso and KCP here for what they can give me with this build, but – I mean, we're at the very end of the draft. I got to go upside here. So, free throw percentage was poor last year, but he only attempted one per game. So it, it you know, bad or not, it's not going to drag me here. I'm going to take a guy that balled out at the end of the year that I I think has a lot of potential, even even on a crowded roster. Jose Alvarado.
0: Yeah, he was really impressive last season. Uh, we saw in the playoffs as well that that they they're not afraid to get him on the court. Um, yep. down the stretch to close games, that sort of thing. So I think uh and, and I mean he got the contract so he's obviously earned the, the trust of the coaching staff. Um all right, I'm on the clock. Yeah look a couple of guys you mentioned there um that I don't oh, I don't mind uh yeah I'm gonna go for less upside than you, and I'm going to take Caruso (laughs) there, with mainly mainly with a view to him doing a bit more over the first month or two if Lonzo Ball is out. Um, So yeah, I mean, he's not going to be a big scorer. He'll get some assists and steals, but if he can play 30 minutes a night for the first month or two, then yeah, I'll take that Uh, at this point of the draft. I got him at pick 151. And he could be a top eighty player for that first month or two. So sure. we'll see what we'll see what happens. Uh, Jonathan Isaac goes to B Dub next. A real mystery with him. Um, are you are you targeting him? Like is he someone you would consider here with a late round pick? If we obviously if we weren't punting, what we're punting? Um, are you interested in him at all, or just not bothering?
1: I think with the final two picks of your draft, I. I... I don't get upset with anybody taking anybody at that point. Um, so I, I think the upside is clearly there. We've seen it, but is he a guy that I believe in this year? Absolutely not. Uh, he hasn't played competitive basketball in what, two full years, three full years, um, kind of losing track of that timeline at this point. Um, it, we haven't seen him in forever, and they just brought back uh, Mo Bamba, on a new deal. They just drafted Ben Caro. Um, they have Wendell Carter. So what's going to be left for him in the front court to salvage, especially coming off, you know, such severe injuries that he's had. So I I just don't see a clear path for him.
0: Yeah, I think I agree. I mean, we we sort of talk about him. I think I've spoken about him briefly on on some other shows and and looking back at when he did, when he had that season where he was the top 20 player, I think, on a per-game basis. But the Orlando roster has changed significantly since that time. And the yeah the opportunity just isn't going to be there like it was then um and factor in the that he has missed two full seasons pretty much and we don't we don't know we don't even know if he's healthy we haven't heard he's not but we haven't heard he is so sure who knows really um pre-season hopefully will give us a bit of an idea so for those that are drafting Sort of closer to to opening night, you may have a better idea of where he fits in the rotation. Um, but as you said, with pick one hundred and fifty, you, you take a swing and you see what happens. Um, as people are doing with a few of these guys, sort of a mixture of of safe and upside. Uh, Jaden McDaniels, I love him. There, um, pick one fifty seven. Oh, uh, that's uh, a steal! I, My goodness. Yeah. Yeah, I wow. think he could. Yeah, uh, one of those guys who doesn't have top eighty upside or top sixty upside, but if he's playing thirty minutes a night, which he could, uh, he's going to get your defensive stats. He'll hit. You, he'll hit some threes. He'll get some boards. Uh, really nice. Trey Murphy. Uh, he's yeah, I, I like Trey Murphy there. I think he was solid down the stretch last season. They they integrated him into the rotation a bit more, as they did with Alvarado. Mm-hmm. Um, and despite the fact that Zion's back and, and they're healthy, uh, I, I like Trey there, Oladipo, yeah, last round guy. So Dub's up and then I'm up with my last pick. Oh gee, they're all quick now. Everyone's got their cues set. Uh, okay. So yeah, I'm, serious. hmm. So uh, you can really, I mean, you get to this point of the draft and you can really just throw a dart and pick anyone. Um, I might have a look at uh, not massive upside, but Will Barton, um, I think sure. he'll play good minutes, so he doesn't excite me at all, and I actually don't even like him as a player, but um, I'm okay with getting him there. And you've gone with Davion Mitchell for your final pick. Uh, yeah.
1: What's his role
0: like? What, what, what do you think his role looks like in Sacramento?
1: That's a great question, man. Um, obviously, they added Malik Monk. They added... Um, oh, I'm blanking on him, the uh, Red Rocket from Atlanta, Uh, Kevin Herter. Oh, Kevin Kevin Herter, Herter. yeah. Yeah. Um, So, obviously, they needed three-point shooting. They were terrible last year in three-point shooting, so they needed that. They're not getting it from De'Aaron Fox. They got rid of Tyrese Halliburton. So, uh, Mitchell, I still think, has a role uh, because he's the best playmaker out of that bunch behind uh, De'Aaron Fox. He's a great facilitator. Uh, He had a game last year, I think, where he had – 17 assists, 15 assists, one of the two. He had a really awesome game to close the year. Uh, just really strong down the stretch. And again, this goes back to what we were talking about here. You know, they nicknamed him off night. And if De'Aaron Fox has an off night, then I can throw Davion Mitchell in there. And, you know, all of a sudden he's a top, easy top 75 guy if he's a starting point guard.
0: Yep. Yeah, no, I think that's, that's bang on there. Um, Killian Hayes went... Next, he's someone I'm not super high on, but I mean, we have seen no. flashes of what he can do, but I'm just not sure that they view him as a, a long-term um, solution. Um, Seth Curry went there as well uh, in that range. Bruce Brown, he's another interesting one in Denver. I think he, he's a little bit been overlooked a bit. Um, he was really strong for Brooklyn to close last season, so... Yeah, how he fits, though, I'm not sure with Contavious Caldwell-Pope in Denver as well. Um, you feel like he'll sort of be a 25-minute-a-night guy off the bench, Bruce Brown, and, and he'll give you some of those re- out-of-position rebounds. Uh, Darius Basley, Bazley, Basley went uh, with the second last pick. And with the final pick, so 168 players deep, we went here. When he makes his who do you pick? think it's gonna be Oh, let's have a look oh man I didn't see him there I wouldn't mind Karis Levert here actually um I think if Levert comes off the bench uh for Cleveland I think he, he could have a, a sneaky good season um if you can get the ball in his hands Mo Bumba yeah
1: that's that's who I was. I was just noticing that he wasn't taken. I mean, yeah. How how oh, did look, he go I mean, to the end of this draft?
0: Yeah, I mean, you you possibly look. I was just. I mean, my mind straight away goes to San Sun's team who was going for blocks, rebounds, field goal percentage, right. um, and he he went with Finney Smith and and uh, Caleb Martin to close. Bumble would have been a good fit there, so. Yeah, look maybe he was maybe he realized I'm just looking at his final picks there and we said he was targeting those big man stats where is the fifth category going to come and then he closed his draft with Herb Jones, Gary Payton, Matisse Thibel, Dorian Finney-Smith and Caleb Martin. So he was obviously looking for steals to be the fifth category there. Man,
1: I'm shocked that he did that he almost went undrafted in this league. That's that's wild to me. Mo Bumba. That's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously yeah. that's a crowded front court, but he can shoot threes and he can get blocks. I mean, that for a big man, that's what you're looking for. That's wild.
0: Yeah. Yep. Uh so that's that's done. Let's have a look at oh, can I look at the draft board from in here? I can probably just drag this down, can't I?
1: And Adam, I do agree with you. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you out on Karis LeVert. I do think if they make him the sixth man and he's running that second unit, I, I think he could be phenomenal this year.
0: Yeah, I, I think the, the the less focus is, that, that is put on scoring for him, the better. So, yeah. yeah, if he was playing in that opening unit, he'd be forced to score the ball too much and, and be more of a spot-up shooter. But if you can put, put him in the second unit... Um, yeah, and I mean, Ricky Rubio complicates that a little bit. When he comes back, where does he fit? But uh, I think to open the season, if Lavert is coming off the bench, um, he would be a guy I'd be targeting late in drafts. Um, so, yeah, look, let's look at our teams. If I close out of here and look at the draft results by team. Okay, let's, we'll just go through our teams um, quickly. All right. Sure. So there's your team there. So give us a rundown of your team and, and, and what your thoughts are and sort of if you've got any favourite picks or picks you didn't like.
1: I feel pretty good about the draft. Uh, I'm a little disappointed I didn't just go ahead and reach for Halliburton because I do think he's a, a top five player this year. I, I really do. I, I'll continue to say it. Um, I believe in it. That's where I have him in my final rankings. Um, I have him fifth. Uh, I, I Overall, I, I like the way I built this team. Uh, some favorite picks. I think I got uh, some good value. I, I really like Chris Paul there, mid-third round with the assists. I think that's great. Uh, I like Sexton. It was a little bit of a reach, but a good fit for this. John Wall, Bones Highland, Emmanuel Quickly, Derek White. I think those four, actually, and Alvarado and Mitchell to close the draft, those final six picks, that's pure upside right there. I built the foundation of my team with my three steals, points, free throw percentage, and then I targeted upside at the end. I actually was, I'm really happy with the way this turned out.
0: Yeah, no, look, I think, Uh, the fact that we were both going for the same build um, yet managed to put together solid teams, good rosters, I think just highlights that you can do it. Even if, if, even if you are punting the same categories as one or two other teams in your league, Um, if you're across rankings and and you look at, you know, players strengths, you can still come out with a, a good team. So much like you, like I'm, I'm happy with my team. Um, yeah, Lamello first. He, I mean, part of the reason I went with him over, like, a Kevin Durant, as I said, is his durability. But also, I just don't have Lamello in any of my teams. And I think he's an exciting player to have. So, uh, I was happy to get him. Um, yeah, look, I went fairly solid early uh, in terms of favorite picks. I don't know. I like Fasel, as I've said. Uh, I got him around pick 50. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamal Murray, I got him at about pick 80 or something, I think it was. Yeah, Uh, yeah, 79. Yeah, Yeah. so I I really like Jamal Murray and Gary Trent at 90. So those Mm -hmm. back-to-back picks for this build are really nice. Um, Schroeder, um, I'll I'll get back to you on that one. That might be a pick (laughs) that I like or it might be a pick that I just hate. Um, So this is a draft-only league as well, so we can't adjust our rosters. Uh, Caruso, again... A little bit like Schroeder. I'll get back to you on that one. We'll see how how things turn out for him. Um, and Will Barton, not a lot of upside with my last pick there, but but safe enough. Uh, so that'll probably put a we'll put a pin in it there. I think because that's been that's an hour and a half. That's probably uh, long enough. I think for anyone that's watching or listening <laughs> in. Um, and I have to actually get back to my my real job now. Uh, so. Uh, over at uh, Sports Edge, what's sort of going on? I know you guys are still just churning out the the content and and much like the rest of us getting ready for the season, but anything specific on the horizon that you're doing? Uh,
1: Nothing specific right now. Uh, We put the draft guide out. We're still going to be working on some new columns. Uh, We have our staff rankings, as I mentioned. We've been tweaking those, um, looking at outliers and you know, where kind of the deviation is among us. Uh, some guy, you know, me and Ryan Knauss over there, who's my boss. Uh, both of us have Halliburton inside the top five, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh-huh. Um, we have some guys that are really high on Lowry marketing, some guys that really hate him. Uh, same way with Jamal Murray, Evan Mobley. Those are some of the kind of polarizing players right now. So expect to see some, uh, some content coming out soon about our outliers and, uh you know our disagreements among the staff
0: yeah and look that's what we i mean that's what people readers listeners um want to see they they want to see some debate about players and and not Mm -hmm. they don't want us to agree on everything so it's always good when there's some discussion to be had uh so yeah look that'll do it then for today so remember you can just jump over to our website um fbibasketball.com to, to check out our content. Uh, I think Matt Lawson has just released his uh, player rankings for for redraft formats, so you can go and check those out oh, cool. um, uh, and, and jump into our Discord server as well. Follow this podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Um, go and give us a thumbs up and subscribe. Uh, we'll have you on again at some point, I'm sure, um, in the next month. For, for something. I don't know. We'll come up with, with an idea for a show and, and have you on. Um, so thanks for jumping on. Excellent. Uh, and to everyone else, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time.
1: You just listened to another episode from the Fantasy Basketball International Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us. And for more information about joining our community, please check out our website at FBIBasketball.com.